0: Hi, I'm Jason Seaver. I'm a psychiatrist, and I believe in the infinite potential of the human spirit. And I'm Maggie Seaver. I'm a mother, and the infinite potential of the human spirit scares the hell out of me. (laughs) Don't let her fool you. She's not so tough. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, anyway, last week, after 15 years of motherhood, Maggie went back to work as a reporter for the local newspaper. And Jason moved his practice into the house so he can be there for the kids. They're great kids. Yeah. And we have a great relationship with them. Yeah. There's just one problem. Their father trusts them, and they know it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Show me that smile again. Don't listen them Saver fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Show Me That Smile again, a Growing Pains podcast. Well, today I've been kind of deliberating whether or not to do this episode. I even posted it on social media, should I do this episode because I originally planned to, but with everything going on right now, I was like, should I? Should I not? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm covering Season 3, Episode 26, so it is the Season 3 finale entitled Graduation Day, which aired on May 4th, 1988. In this episode, Mike's graduation stirs memories from his proud parents who recall his birth and first day of school. Carol loses her long-standing bet that her brother will never graduate. This episode actually has a 7.0 out of 10 based on 28 ratings. Wow. We, of course, have <laughs> Little Mike is played by Victor Dematia. Ma- De and, of course, R.I.P. Judith Barcy playing Little Carol. She played Ducky in the first Line Before Time movie. She played her last role was voicing Anne Marie in All Those Go to Heaven. She was in an episode of Punky Brewster. Let me just kind of look at... Oh, she was also in an episode of Cheers. Oh, that's adorable. Let me see here. Um, let's see. I want to see what the first thing... She's she done a, a few things. Oh, um, 1988. This film is dedicated to the memory of... What's a episode? Um, a family again. Okay. Was she in this movie? I don't see her. Okay, so <clears throat> let's see we got I'm trying to see the movie. Uh, Little Carol from nineteen, but, um, from nineteen ninety two. What? She was in season three, episode twenty six. Uh, a TV mini series called Fatal Vision. Something called Jesse. Not splanding. Kids don't tell. Do you remember a lot of TV movies? Do you remember Love, an episode of the 1980s version of the Twilight Zone, Um, The Fall Guy, 1986, um, Punky Brewster. Um, she was in. Um, I believe it was season two of Punky Brewster. The five-part changes episode. I think she was in, like, part one. I um, had the tiger, New Gidget, Love Boat. She was a Christmas angel. slam dance, Destination, blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, Growing Pains, Little Carol, 1988. Uh, 1988, Land Before Time, 1989. Anne-Marie was the last movie she did. I definitely want to cover both The Land Before Time and All Those Go to Heaven on the podcast because I love those movies so much. Jarrett Lennon plays Little Boner. Um, we do get a flashback, like the summary said, of m- Little Mike Seaver at six years old, his first day of school, where he meets and names Boner Boner. Of course, we all know that Boner's real name is Richard Stabone, so... Where he gets boner from, I'll never know. Alright, John Tracy directed this episode. Didn't John Tracy do some episodes of Full House? I feel like he might have. Did he do Full House? Uh, Family Matters, 47 episodes. Boy Meets World, 5 episodes. Step-by-step, 13 episodes. 26 episodes of Full House. On Our Own, 4 episodes. 134 episodes of Growing Pains. Uh, the short-lived series, Uncle Buck. Just the ten of us, my two dads. He definitely had a hand in a lot of '80s. Oh, who's the boss? Another one. Okay. So let's see here. Of course, the writers, Neil Marlin's, the creator, who also created the Wonder Years, along with Carol Black, written by Dan Gun Gunzelman and Steve Marshall. All right. Um, Ooh, we got trivia. There's some connections. Pilot clip used in a flashback sequence. A lot of flashbacks in this episode, guys. It is heavy with flashbacks. Um, Standardized test, season one, episode 11. Also used in flashback. We got reputation, employee of the month, breakfast club. Thank God it's Friday, taking care of business, big brothers not watching, and a star is born. Those are all sequences towards the end that are all shown in flashback. While the song is playing. Um, in, syndic- in some syndicated versions of this episode, Ben is daydreaming that he is a fo- in a foxhole during a military battle. From behind him, a soldier falls off a nearby rooftop while screaming. This sequence was later taken and made into the closing bumper for the Gunsulman Sullivan Marshall production that appeared at the end of every episode. All right. This was Judith Barcy's final television appearance before she was murdered on July 25th, 1988, at age 10. In a flashback, we find out how Boner got his nickname. When meeting each other on the first day of school, Boner introduces himself as Dickie, derived from his first name, Richard. Mike does not like the name and quickly comes up with Boner, derived from his last name, Stubone. Although Judith Barcy played four-year-old Carol, she was actually nine when this episode was filmed. Carol was said to be four in 1976, and so would be 16 in 1988 when Mike graduated, but in real life, Tracy Gold was about a year and a half older than Kirk Cameron. In loving memory of Judith Barcy, Tag added to the end credits after her murder. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, of course, soundtracks, we got Pop and Circumstance. It was a very good year. This is the day. We've only just begun. So, yeah, during this graduation, they have, like, a choir singing these songs all in relation to graduating and ending one era of your life and starting anew with another. So, of course, before I officially get into the episode, I'd like to know where, I'd like to let you know where you can find the podcast on social media to follow along so you know what episodes I'm doing. I don't go in order. I don't go... By season, I just go by whatever random episode I want to pick. Sometimes it's based on the time of year, like with May right now, graduation. And I'm thinking possibly doing, I know I said this last year around this time, I think I want to do it next month, is the season three, two-part season premiere of season three of Growing Pains with Aloha parts one and two where the Seavers go to Maui. I think that would be really cool to do towards the end of June for summer. I know it does seem like some of the episodes I've been doing have been Mike-focused or Ben-focused and I pro- and Luke-focused. And I promise you, I do want to get to some awesome Carol Seaver episodes, like Second Chance. There's also one where she and Bobby almost get married. There's one where um, Brad Pitt guest stars, although he guest starred in Feet of Clay as a rock star. In um, Who's Zoomin' Who, he plays a new uh, transfer student who's got eyes on Carol. And she uh, breaks up with Bobby to go out with this Jeff character. So thinking I might do those episodes of with Carol in maybe July or August. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But I also like Aloha Parts 1 and 2 because it deals with the Stever family as a whole. But of course, again... Facebook show me that smile again a growing pains podcast or typing growing pains podcast and the podcast will show up in the search bar growing pains pod or podcast on Instagram. Um, If you want to know where to listen to the podcast. If you search iTunes for growing pains podcast, you're going to get other hits that aren't going to be the podcast. You will find this podcast under the Looking Back on My Wonder Years and Wonder Years podcast where I've covered all six seasons of the Wonder Years. I've covered some of Mr. Belvedere. I'm currently as of 2020 at the end, I will have finished the first season of Small Wonder and then in 2021 I will be starting the second season. Um, In 2021, I'm hoping to kind of do some episodes of Roseanne, I just covered for Mother's Day, don't make me over, so, yeah. Um, iTunes, Apple Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, and Podbean, you'll be able to listen to the podcast there. I do notice that there are other sources that people use to listen to the podcast, which is cool, so however you listen to podcasts, it hopefully should be there, it's not on Spotify, unfortunately, so, uh, yeah. Alright, without further ado, let's jump into graduation day and watch Mike Seaver graduate. And of course the family had was just like, can't we can't believe it. Because as much as this kid talked about how much he hated school, skipped school, did horrible in school, how in the hell is he graduating high school? But in order for, the show was about Mike Seaver. We gotta get him out of high school and get him into the real world and experiencing things. If you thought he was gonna carry that lazy about attitude like he did through the first or the last two years of high school into life and into college, well guess what, you are 100% right. He has got the same lazy attitude that he carries through into life, yes. All right, without further ado, graduation day. All right, so of course we got the cold open. We're in the Dewey High Auditorium. Principal DeWitt is gonna give a speech. We see a banner that says, Dewey High, class of 88, good luck, Hooters. You know, owls, not like Hooters, the uh, restaurant. (laughs) And of course, at this period in time, Maggie is very heavily pregnant with Chrissy. She hasn't given birth yet. And she, of course, has to keep peeing like every five minutes. And of course, the Seavers can't take their seats because Ben's like, My mom's in the dang bathroom again! She keeps having to go to the bath. It's like, shut up, Ben. Shut your mouth. Okay, first of all, Ben, they haven't even started the graduation. The graduates are not there. Just hold yourself. Just chill out. He's like, no, my mom would not miss Mike's graduation for the world. And she's in the dang bathroom again. And Carol's like, I don't know you, Ben. Shut up. Ben, you got to, like, shush. And, of course, Ben's like, oh, it's not my mom's fault she's pregnant. You see, my dad, and we cut to, like, principal duet. Like, okay, that's that's enough. Just find a seat somewhere, please, quickly. So Maggie and Jason show up, and, of course, she's like, I don't want to create a scene. And Jason's like, what makes you think you're creating a scene? And somebody, like, turns around in their seat and takes a picture of Maggie of course, Mr. Dewitt does. Principal Dewitt does not help. but he's like, "Oh, I'm sure you recognize Maggie Malone from Channel 19 News." Like, yeah, they know who she is. Ben, you are so rude. He's like, "Hey, here are four seats. If you can get this old lady to move." <sighs> so Maggie's like, get, "Get, take the." You know, this is embarrassing. So Jason's like, "Okay, Ben, sh- stop yelling." Ma'am, all four of us would like to sit together as a family to see my son grad. you know, son graduate. Can you like maybe move over like like four seats? And she's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's like, my wife would love to sit in the uh, sit on the aisle. And she's like, yeah, we heard. And she moves down. I love how Principal Duet just looks at her, at Maggie, and he's like. Comfy <laughs> are you settled now? Can we start? Apparently the auditorium is dedicated to some person named Elizabeth Long Diddle. Long Diddle. Ho 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 ho. Wow. Growing pains was never short on innuendos of all kinds. I mean, like I said, Mike Seaver had a friend named Boner, so yeah. <laughs> Are sure those are high school graduates and not college graduates? They look like they're like 22 years old, these two people. Those cannot be high schoolers by any means. Either that or they've been held back many times. Mike, of course, comes down the aisle and says, gosh, I did it. I actually did it. I finally made it through high school. Wait, I don't want to jinx myself. Everyone's got their internal monologue here. And Maggie's just like, oh my gosh, my baby actually graduated high school. Jason's like, Mike, you actually made it through high school. Uh Everyone everyone in this family is just so surprised that Mike didn't, like, flunk out of high school. That he actually managed to walk down the aisle. And, I mean, this is Mike we're talking about here. How many times did he skip school? How many times did he get a crappy grade on a test? Remember the time when he... I'll cover this episode at some point. Where he... Cheats on a test by writing the answers on his shoes. Yeah. So, of course, we turn to Ben here, who's, like, I guess his tie is, like, too tight around his neck, and he keeps pulling at his collar. Like, Ugh, eh, it's tight, too tight. Uh, I hate this weenie suit. They always call them weenie suits. Mike and Ben both. And, of course, that was a cold open. I'm going to play this clip. It's so funny. Attention! Attention, please. I am the principal, Willis DeWitt, for the benefit of those of you who haven't bothered to attend a single PTA meeting in the past four years. No, no, hold it! My mom wouldn't miss my graduation for the world! And she's in that darn bathroom again! I don't know you, ben. It's not my mom's fault she's pregnant. I mean, you see, my dad... Yeah, never mind late and create a scene we are not going to create a scene why is everyone staring at us oh it's your imagination i'm sure you all recognize maggie malone from the channel 19 news here's four seats if we can get this old lady to
1: move damn ben shut up
0: go let's go let's go take them quickly Ben, stop yelling excuse me would you mind moving down my wife would love to sit on the aisle we heard uh yes (laughs) ladies and gentlemen we are gathered here today in the elizabeth long diddle memorial auditorium to pay tribute to the dewey high school class of 1988 and here are your hooters standing tall and proud I actually did it! I actually made it through the school! No? No, I didn't say that. I don't want to jinx it. My, did it. My baby actually did it. It actually made it through high school. Wow, he did it. I didn't think that. I don't want to jinx this. I hate this weenie suit. Okay, this is interesting. I do remember an episode where Mike was running against somebody for student class president. How did that end up with making Boner class president? Like, okay. I gotta play Boner's clip as he gives the valedictorian speech. How? Well, because he's a student body president, so... I guess they don't have any valedictorians or sub-victorians or whatever. I don't know what the terms are all are called, but he's all like, Principal DeWitt, and then the assistant principal, and then Mr. So-and-so from detention. <laughs> and then he also starts with Abraham Lincoln's four score and seven years ago. He's like, oh, yeah, future Hooters, past Hooters, present Hooters. And while he's going on with the speech, we're all starting to get some flashbacks between Maggie, Jason, most likely Carol, and maybe even Ben. Thank you, Mr. Bowser. The Hooter madrigals have never sounded Sweeter. <laughs> and I wish you well at your new school. <laughs> I'd like to present to you the student body president, Richard Stipple. <laughs> <laughs> Do they all say Boner, Principal Dewey, <laughs> Vice Principal Hangor, Mr. Vesuccio in detention. <coughs> Vesuccio. Past students. Future Hooters, <laughs> Carrot Hooters, welcome. Four score is several years ago. We kept you attendant and my baby's graduating. <laughs> Where did the years go? And the resulting millennium. All right, turn your head just a little. All right, now both of you smile. Oh, <laughs> honey, right, Mike, he's only a week old. Do you really think that? <laughs> But Maggie, he was smiling perfectly. Don't talk. Oh, honey, well, you're going to have to be a little patient with your dad. He's never been a father before. Mikey, say cheese, Mikey. Hurry, Jason. I want to get just the right expression on his little <laughs> there, there. <laughs> Oh, Maggie, <laughs> you yawn. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm sorry to put you through this. All right, I got lots more film. <laughs> you know, he was smiling perfectly in every shot. Jason, oh, he was not. He was, he's a smiler. He takes after his mom. Sweetheart babies his age do not smile. No, then why did it look like he was smiling in every shot?
1: Yeah, gas? He has
0: gas. <laughs> like I said, he takes after his mom. <laughs> Excuse oh, me? Oh. <laughs> that was just a little joke just to get the right expression. <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk about um, (laughs) Jason and Maggie's outfits, because this is a flashback. Maggie's hair is, like, way down her back, and Jason is wearing one of those polyester suits, and he's got a whole, like, beard-mustache combo thing going on. He's got gold chains, and he's trying to get, Mike, baby Mikey's picture, because Mike's only maybe a, a week, what would she say, a week old? And he's like, Oh, he was smiling in every single shot. It's like, No, honey, babies that young don't smile. And he's like, Well, what would you call it? And Maggie's like, Gas? <laughs> it's cute, little baby Mikey. And of course, we cut to a scene late at night with him crying and Maggie getting up to breastfeed him. I was like, Did we really need this scene? Because she's talking about to him while she's breastfeeding him. Her plan's like, oh, you're going to go off to college. You're going to go... Why does every parent say, oh, you're going to go to Harvard Law, or you're going to go to Yale, or wherever that's... I mean, it's okay for a parent to dream just... just. It's always got to be either Harvard or Yale that they want their kid to go to college to. It just sounds so cliched. So... They're not living in the Seaver house just yet. That will come later. They've clearly just live in a simple. It's not like they live in an apartment or anything. It's. It looks like. Well, maybe it is an apartment. I don't know. It's got an upper level, so it maybe it's a townhouse. That is the fakest baby cry I've ever heard in the world. Do you want to hear it? It's pretty bad. Yes. baby cries that are fake on television shows, and this one just sounds absolutely horrendous. (coughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But it just, no. She says college and then the White House, so there's no mention of Harvard or Yale. Okay, so we go to at least another year later. Mikey is probably about two. He's still sucking on a bottle. He's on the floor. Looks like Maggie is now pregnant with Carol. Heavily pregnant. Oh, this is Mike taking his first steps. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that kid is walking. Like, walking, walking. <laughs> <laughs> until I tell your daddy when he gets home. Oh. You better. So I'm kind of wondering, this is right around with Nixon and promising to end the war. Vietnam, it sounds like. I'm gonna ask Is Jason fighting in the war? Because she's like, oh, wait till I tell your daddy when he gets home, because you walked. And then we hear Nixon says he promises to bring the boys home. And I'm guessing, is he fighting in the war? Is he not? Because I thought he went to medical school. Because he was doing that to become a psychiatrist. So now we flash forward at least maybe, I'm going to say maybe two to three more years Mike is now probably about four, and he's on one of those, like, big wheel bikes. And definitely you can tell this is the Seaver home because he's on the porch. And we see Maggie, of course, her hair is much shorter. Looks like she's already had Carol, probably another year or so away from having Ben. I think, isn't there quite an age gap between Ben and Carol? Because in the series, he was like, what, nine? And she's like maybe 14, so we're looking at f- at least five years between the two of them. And then there's at least, what? 12 years between Ben and Chrissy. Wait, is that right? That can't be right. I don't know. Oh, that's Mike. Yep, he's gonna play Doctor with this young girl uh, in the melody living room. So, we don't really get dialogue in some of these scenes. This is just quick flashbacks. Uh, okay, so at this point, then Jason must be a doctor, psychiatrist, and uh, Mike's going through his medical bag. And Maggie comes in and sees, like, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, of course she takes the stethoscope off of Mikey, and she walks out of the room, and he's, like, shrugs his shoulders, like, huh, hey, I got this tongue depressor. Like, open your mouth. Here is the scene from the pilot episode as Mike comes into the kitchen with his school books, And Maggie and Jason are making out in the kitchen. We see an episode with Maggie and Mike. I guess they're both kind of and grounded and they sneak out to get, like, pizza or something. Sweet mother-son bonding moment. We see... Mike at Mr. Burger's, or or Wonder Burger, or whatever the hell this place is called. Basically his first job where he gets employee of the month. Then he covers for a girl whose register is short and he gets fired. But we just see Maggie going and straightening Mike's tie. He's like, Mom, please, you're embarrassing me. Ugh. Um, this is the episode, I believe, where Mike is working at an a electronic store and it's one of those bait and switch type of deals with the um, showing a possible customer a product that is actually more than they probably want to pay because... They want to get more money out of that. Something to that effect. Because we see him giving Jason and Maggie and probably even Carol and Ben stuff from the electronics store that he bought with his first paycheck. We see Mike on stage with a girl. Doing the R-Town play, which is funny because this is actually what kind of pushes Mike into acting. Which, that does kind of carry through, I think, what, season uh, 4, 5, and 6 of him wanting to be an actor. And eventually he does become a teacher later on, which is very surprising. So... We cut back to Boner finishing up his speech and he basically just stole this from Abraham Lincoln asked, and, and most likely JFK. He's like, ask not what your school can go, do for you, but ask what your school can do for your country. The fuck? Whatever, Boner. How this kid became student body president, I will never understand. Class president, student body whatever it is, is beyond my realm of understanding here. I mean, I love Boner. Damn get me wrong. He's a funny cat. I honestly like Boner a lot more than Eddie. I will say that right now. Ask not what your school can do for you. Ask what your school can do for your country. <laughs> Even hey, Bob, do it like that. Uh, okay. Good <laughs> thing he's getting out of here. Bob, it wasn't that great speech. What speech what? what the hell am I applauding for? It doesn't matter. My son is graduating. (laughs) The hell, he's ripping up a book? Hey, Mikey, Mikey. What are you doing? (laughs) 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 But we don't tear books apart. No, books are our friends. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, then. You come up here, sit on daddy's knee, because I'm gonna read you a story. No. Yeah. Come on, I want you to see what wonderful worlds there are inside these books. No, 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 no. Shh, you're going to wake up Carol. No! <laughs> oh, Michael, come on. Now, what have you got against books? I hate them. I want to play. Well, oh, hey, but you're going to need books, you know, for your education, so you can... No, back. I'm not going to school. i decide. decided. <laughs> well, okay, but then what are you going to do to earn a living when you grow up? Okay, I am so confused here. I thought they were living in a different place. Apparently, they're not. They've been in the Stever house since Maggie gave birth to Mike, because I thought they're in a. Di- I think it's just the furniture is dated and different, so I'm. That's why i was like, wait, what? They're in the other house? No, it's been the same house, the whole. Time. Well, it's just weird because when Jason is having his flashback of Mike being four years old, ripping up uh, one of those golden books, and he's like, no, Mike, we don't tear books apart. We read them. And he's like, here, sit on my lap. We're going to read a book. And Mike's like, no, 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 no. And, of course, Jason's like, quiet. You'll wake up Carol. And Mike's just, no. Oh, my God. This kid, I tells you. Yeah, he is like, no, I'm not going to school. I've decided I'm not doing it. And now we're going to get to Mike's first day of school. Maggie's, oh, I see the big wheel and um, Maggie's short hair. Okay. Of course, you can tell that Mike and Carol don't have the best sibling relationship. They've never had the best sibling relationship. They never will have the best sibling relationship because... They clearly have hated each other since the day he met her. <laughs> oh, come on, Mikey, you're going to love your first day of school. <laughs> I wish I was old enough to go to school. Shut up, Carol. No, yes. yes, no, yes, hey, no. Hey, hey, kids, kids. <laughs> Mikey, you'll see how much fun it is. <laughs> That's what you said when you went to the dentist. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, look over there. There's another little boy just your age. He's all dressed up for school, and he looks so happy. Ah, oh, come on, Mikey. You're going to miss the bus. <laughs> Dad, mom, could you let me go to the bus by myself? I don't want Oh, but you have to cross the street. And I, just... oh, sure, Mikey. Yeah. Well, okay, Mikey, have a great. Mikey's crossing a busy intersection. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the street in front of his house. <laughs> Yeah. to the first day of school. Jason's telling him Mike how important reading is and how it's a part of your education. And he's like, no, I'm not going to school. And Jason's like, well, then what are you going to do when you become an adult and you have to work? He's like, I'm going to play. A typical five-year-old response for 19 whatever the hell this is supposed to be. <laughs> um, now we flash to the first day of school and He's five and they're just letting him they're not taking pictures well they probably took pictures inside. Usually you take your kid to school. Not just like here you go, just do you know get on the bus and go. And of course Carol is all like I'm I'm going to school And Mike's like shut up Carol, they're like shut up, you shut up, you shut up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Maggie's like, oh honey, you're gonna have a great time at school. And he's like, Yeah, that's what you said when you took me to the dentist of course, he doesn't want to look like a loser. Like, hey, can I go to the bus stop by myself? It's like right across the street. And of course, Mikey's like, oh, honey, I don't know. And of course, Jason's like, oh, sure. Yeah, you can do that, Mikey. You can cross the street. I mean, it's not like he's crossing a busy intersection. It's just the street in front of his house. Now, of course, at this point, Jason has lost the beard but kept the mustache and the incredibly long sideburns. Now, they're not mutton chops, but they are 70s-style sideburns. So he crosses the street. We got a gaggle of kids here of all different ages. We got, what, five-year-olds? We got 12-year-olds? And when the bus comes, we see, like, probably high schoolers on this bus. So, of course, Maggie and Jason are like, oh, yeah, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. And Carol's like, yeah, right, uh-huh. So, we meet little Richard Dicky Stabone here, sitting on a bench, waiting for the bus. This kid is, like, the most adorable, agreeable kid you will ever meet in your life. And, of course, right away, we see who's gonna be, um... The who's basically going to be calling the shots in this friendship? It's going to be Mike. It's like Dicky. That's a crappy name. I don't like that. We're gonna let's see here. Your last name's Stabone. Stabone, Bony, Bone, Boner. From now on, your name is Boner. And of course, <laughs> I love <laughs> Boner's response. But all my underpants say Dicky. <laughs> Of course, the bus comes by. You think it picks the kids up. Nope. They're behind a bush. They're going to skip. Of course, traditional Mike. All about skipping school. Even at age five, he's was starting young. And Boner's like, Whoa, Mikey, it worked! Mike puts an arm around Boner, and they just walk off away from the scene. Now we see Mike... He's at home. It looks like his report card is garbage because he hasn't been doing work. He probably has been skipping so much school. And he's just waiting for Jason to get home. And, of course, like time to pay the piper. Your dad's not going to be too happy that you're skipping school. Or maybe they went to parent-teacher conference night. I think maybe that might be it. Oh, also I want to mention that Carol has glasses even at four years old. Or is is she three? I thought she was like two years younger than Mike. So if he's five, she's got to be like three. She's already wearing glasses. I think eventually she gets contacts later on. So, of course, he's just trying to butter Jason up. He goes to run up the stairs. So when Jason opens the door, he actually is just coming down the stairs. He's like, Daddy! And Jason's like, How was school? And he's like... Mike's like, I missed you so much. I thought about you all day. And Jason, like, puts him on the couch and it's like, Mike, how was school? Yeah, he clearly didn't go. Yeah, Mike is just, I must have the best dad on earth. I love you. And Jason's just like, how was school? How was school? How was your dad? What? So we definitely see from an early age, Mike was already trying to get away with stuff by schmoozing his parents. So, yeah, he's asking Mike about school, and Mike just keeps saying, I love you, Daddy, and keeps hugging him. Maggie comes in at this point. Every flashback we've seen, she's pregnant. Whether it's with Carol, now she's pregnant with Ben, and of course Maggie's like, Mikey, did you tell your dad about your report card? He's like, "Uh uh-oh, I was just getting to that. And she's like, alright, we'll tell him, and Mike just, it's like, I love you, mommy, and gives her a hug. It's like, ugh, he, this kid's got his parents wrapped around his finger. He's got them wrapped around both his hands, actually. And Maggie just looks at Mike like, well, honey, that won't work on us. We're not stupid. Well. <laughs> they're not stupid, but dang it, if you guys just... They're too easily swayed by Mike's charms. And even at five years old, this kid is just, he runs this house, basically. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> what Maggie's like, honey, that won't work on us. We're not stupid. And Mike's like, it worked on daddy. <laughs> oh, God. And you just see Jason, like, Jason, like, shrugging his shoulders. Like, eh, I guess. <laughs> But boy how was school boy I missed you today I thought about you all the time Ooh, how was school today I must have the best dad on earth how was school I love you <laughs> hi come on I was asking you how oh I love you too hi honey well, hi sweetheart <laughs> mm. Mikey did you tell your dad about your report card <laughs> Just <about to>. Bullshit. go ahead, Mikey. I love you, Mommy. <laughs> well, that won't work on us, sweetheart. We aren't stupid. It worked on Daddy. You guys didn't usually fall for it, so. So we cut back to the graduation, and the Marigold choir singers are singing When I Was Seventeen. You know that song? So you just sit, see Carol and, and Ben there in the audience, and Carol just looks like, "Can we wrap this up?" Even Dewitt is like, "Well, that was very nice, Marigolds. Um, now it's time." You know, I don't see why we should leave. You know, drag on this agony. I mean, the keep the graduates in suspense. So Dewitt calls for Estelle, who's I'm guessing the secretary, who's got this. <laughs> The diplomas are on this serving tray platter that she brings out. And, of course, what happens? She trips, falls. The diplomas go all over the place. But before that whole thing happens, Mike's like, this is it. And then we cut to Maggie, this is it. And everyone's like, this is it. Like this big, momentous occasion. Well, it's Mike's graduation, so it's a big occasion for the family. But Jason's like, this is it. And... (laughs) <laughs> Carol's like, "This is it," and Ben's like, "I'm hungry." And then we get this lady in her monologue. She's looking over at Ben, like, if he thinks he's getting this armrest, he's crazy. What is with this musical tone here? When she like, I don't know what she trips on, because it's not like anybody tripped her, but she trips, and this the diplomas just go flying onto the stage, onto the floor. I love, I love Principal Dewitt. I just, sorry, it's so funny, and he just puts a hand up just like, oh fucking hell, (laughs) like we gotta drag this shit on more and more. So Mike, of course, has to get up like, I didn't do it. I didn't touch that woman. I swear. Mike, sit down, please. We can see you didn't touch her or cause her to fall. (laughs) God, this is hilarious. A stirring, song. <laughs> yeah, stirring ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see no reason to prolong this agony. I keep our nervous graduates <laughs> in suspense. At <laughs> <laughs> <I stare. laughs> <Get> The blues. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. I'm hungry. If thinks he's getting this armrest, <laughs> he's crazy. Oh, Winnie, relax. <laughs> the serving trick. What oh. oh, they didn't hit anybody? <laughs> oh my god, the lady, get up! Mike, sit down, we know! You are nowhere near her. Uh huh. No harm <laughs> done. would you hurry up? <laughs> They're <laughs> all lessons. Uh huh. I want those now or you're gone. Oh my gosh, do it! The best, like oh, how would you survive if <laughs> you get a real job? <gasps> how dare you! <laughs> 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 you have, uh, Mr. do another little for us, huh? No! <laughs> abusive to his staff. And he's like, so, get those diplomas or you're gone. And she's like, I'm doing the best I can, sir. And he's like, oh yeah, how would you survive if you had to get a real job? And I love the cutbacks to the audience, to the, the parents and family and the audience are all just, What? what? <laughs> It's nice. Someone, uh, one of the graduates is actually helping her pick up the diplomas, which is sweet. And we have another rendition from the marigold, Mar- marigolds, excuse me. So she gets all the diplomas on the serving tray, puts them down, says, "Here." As uh, uh, just as the mother marigolds are gonna sing, "We've only just begun," and it's like, "No, no, we don't need. Thank you, thank you." <laughs> Uh, I'll be calling your names in alphabetical order. Edward, Cornelius, Z Get down here, mister. Cornelius. Oh, it's uh, Eddie. Zef. Now you sit down, mister. Estelle. Estelle. I thought these were in alphabetical order. I know you did. <laughs> okay. Yes, you did that on purpose. This is just great. That- Mr. Zapp, do you need an engraved invitation? (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god. This is the perfect graduation for Mike. Oh yeah. Why? (laughs) Because it stinks. (laughs) Carol, you've got something stuck between your teeth. What? Man, it's really yucky. there's nothing in between my what? teeth, so there's nothing in between your ears either. <laughs> <laughs> Find a thin mark. What's this? Or Carol, personally. Mm-hmm. P-U-R-S-I-N-A-L. It's <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sucker Yomi. 50 bucks plus interest from July 4th, 1976. <laughs> 1976? That's what I said. Yeah, there's no way in hell she was going to pick those diplomas up and try to get them in alphabetical order. I mean, it's not like there's like 100 plus students that are graduating, but still. Because he calls up Eddie, whose last middle name is Cornelius, which Boner and Mike both make fun of. And his last name is Zeph. So I like, I thought these were in alphabetical order. And so it's just like, I know you did. <laughs> kind of like a fuck you Like <laughs> to, to do it So I like, say, oh you sit back down And it's like oh Zef do you need an engraved invitation Get down here And Carol of course is like wow This is the perfect graduation for Mike And Ben's like why She's like because it stinks And Ben's like wow Carol you got something really yucky Between your teeth And she's like what she pulls out her compact says, there's nothing between my teeth. And Ben's like, yeah, there's nothing between your ears either. And she's like, sure, go ahead and defend Mike. So she pulls out an envelope. Turns out it's for Mike, per- it's personal, from July 4th, 1976. So the 4th of July. He's like, you owe me 50 bucks. The bet that the kids made when they were, like, five and four or five and three. Uh, So let's find out how this bet transpired exactly. Honey, look at the tall ships. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. See, Mommy? Daddy's right. We don't need color. Thanks, <laughs> Mikey. This historic day, President Ford is mounting the steps of the podium to... Oops. I want to watch, too. No, yeah, wait, wait. no, 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 not until we finish your reading assignment. Oh, God. you sure. alone, Carol. Your brother has a lot of catching up to do this summer. Hey, come on, Mikey. Read this line. I hate this book. Oh, how do you know you haven't even read it? I heard about it. I'll just wait for the movie. Mikey. Okay, okay. Don't help me. Um, see, Spot, run, said Run, run, That's c- not the book. See him wag his tail. Maggie, did you just... I heard her. She can read. Four years old and she can read. It's a not impossible. Our little genius. Oh, I've got to go call Mom and Dad. To get the tape to work. Turn the page. I want to see how it comes out. <laughs> you always got to make me look bad, don't you? Yeah. Big deal. So what if you could? It doesn't mean nothing. Sure, it does. It means I'm smart and you're stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're never even going to graduate. I bet you 50 bucks I do. Okay, sucker. graduating Okay, sucker, you owe me 50 bucks plus interest from July 4th, 1976 Mike So it turns out because Mike missed so much school He has to make it up during the summer with reading And he's reading a book that doesn't look anything like Dick and Jane Spot Run Little bit of trivia in my own life, connection to this C-Spot Run, that was one of the first books I learned how to read when I was a kid. I remember sitting in my sister's room reading the book, and I'm like, I, and I yelled at my sister, like, come here, come here, come here, listen to me read. I, and just, it's just so, I mean, and actually the books I think belong to my Either my dad or they were at my grandma's house. They had all these old, like, and golden books and stuff, which is what Mike is reading. He's reading a golden book that looks like, I think I had, I don't have the book anymore. It was like some big brown bear book or something like that. Of course, Carol, I guess they were starting young with this whole uh, rivalry thing. Because he's five, he should be able to read. He's struggling. And Carol comes over, leans over Jason's shoulder, and just starts, C-spot, run, said Jane. Run, run, run. And you just see Jason and Maggie's face like, oh my God, she can read! Four years old, and she can read, our little genius! Maggie runs to call her parents. Jason gets the camcorder, leaving Mike and Carol alone. So he, like, rips the book away from Carol, goes over to the couch, and she sits down next to him and says, hey, turn the page, you want to hear how the story goes out? And he's like, hey, you always got to make me look bad, don't you? And she's like, well, I'm smart and you're stupid. It's just, I get this rivalry, they're siblings in a way, but I just, I don't like how Carol puts people down puts them down because i mean i get it sibling squabbles and mike gives her probably worse than she gives him in that department but it's just like carol just i don't like how they do that like smart people they make them sound like they're always putting other people down because they're of a higher intelligence, like, oh, you're stupid because you don't read at this level, and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't like that about her character. But granted, outside of school and, you know, getting all A's and everything like that, it's like, what else defines Carol on the show other than her being such an overachiever? And it's more like she's, it comes naturally to her and she's, sometimes it seems like she's doing it just to rub Mike's face in it. And um, yeah, she's like, I bet you're never gonna graduate. And he's like, I bet you 50 bucks I will. And of course they shake hands. And we cut back to the present where they're in the auditorium and Principal DeWitt is going to now call Mike's name. You owe me 50 bucks plus interest from July 4th, 1976. Mike. Michael Siever No way, that's a mistake. What? 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 <laughs> Should read Michael Kiever. Gee. <laughs> oh, come on! That was on purpose. What a jerk. You did that on purpose. Oh, well, Michael, did you wanna see my diploma? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Bonus to bone? <laughs> it's me you have a diploma? Yeah, it cost extra. Oh, God. I mean, Look, Boner was flying when we were kids, but it's gotta be a pretty stupid name. Yeah? Yeah, it is. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Richard's not that bad. Yeah. Or, right. hey, hey, what about Rick? Rick Bone. Yeah, I kinda liked it. <laughs> of course, my mom's gonna have to change all the tags on my underwear. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Duet is kind of being a dick here, as he's like, Michael Seaver And Mike jumps up out of his seat, the family jumps out of the, their seats, and the other. Yeah, Mike! And, he, and Duet's like, Oh, my mistake. And it's like, What? And the family's like, What? And Duet's like, Michael Kiefer. Of course, Mike. He did that on purpose. And Boner's like, "Hey, you want to check on my diploma?" And Mike's like, "Boner stabone." And Boner's like, "Yeah, costs extra." And Mike's like, "Yeah, Boner was like, cool in high school, but I mean, we're gonna be out of high school. Why don't you go by like Richard or hey Rick?" And of course, Boner's like, "Yeah, Rick stabone." But for but of course. You can see that even as a kid and even now, Boner is easily swayed by whatever Mike says. When Mike's like, oh, yeah, Boner is just, I mean, it's goofy. It's just, it doesn't work now that we're out of high school. And Boner's like, yeah, I hate it. It's like, dude, think for yourself. <laughs> and, of course, we get the, oh, my mom's going to have to change all the tags on my underwear. Ugh, yes, 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 yes. Of course, yes, this is the... Where we get the scene from Ben, he's pretending he is um, an army guy and he's losing his men. Of course, we do see someone fall off a house, off the roof, and that is where um, you hear the scream at the end of uh, someone falling off the house. They use that in the episodes. At the very end of the credits, <laughs> I'm going to play this clip. Then this is not the place nor the time to be having one of your war fantasies. <laughs> Of course, everyone's like looking, like, what the hell? And Jason has, like, Ben, can you stop? This is your brother's graduation. you stop blowing things up or whatever you're doing? And, of course, another way to uh, get back at Mike for all the torment he's caused Mr. DeWitt over the four years of high school. (laughs) He's like, well, that's the graduates. And, of course, Mike's like, no, wait a minute. And everyone's like, no, wait. And, of course, Estelle's so like, sir, I think you forgot one. And, of course, where's Mike's graduation diploma? It's underneath DeWitt's foot. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's our last diploma. This concludes our graduation <laughs> ceremony. No. 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 There can't be all of them. There's got to be one more. Estelle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, Step up. <laughs> of course. You said it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Michael Aaron Seaver. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> 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 course, DeWitt's like, oh, I must have stepped on it, and he lifts up the diploma, because Mike's like, no, there's got to be one more, and he lifts up the diploma, and DeWitt says, Michael Aaron Seaver, Mike shoots out of his chair, thrusts his fist in the air, the family's all up, and, you know, yeah, yeah, go, way to go, Mike, and everything like that, and it's just like, aw, so, of course, we do do a quick... Speed through of a lot of the scenes that we've seen in the flashbacks. From Mike taking his first steps as a toddler, to him waving goodbye to his parents as he makes his way to the school bus, to Jason reading with Mike. And of course we get other scenes from past episodes. I'm guessing this has got to be the episode where Mike has to write a term paper or a history paper and he's just putting it off and putting it off. And... Jason's trying to help get him motivated by reading from the history book. We got a shot of Mike at the end of the episode where he starred in the Our Town school play where he's hanging out back outside of the school auditorium and just kind of looking at the sky at night just trying to psych himself up and he's like, I can't believe it. Was I really good? Was I not good? Did I suck? Is this what I really want to do with my life. Oh, I see it's a shooting star. Okay, um, this next scene is him hugging Jason. It's the Thank God It's Friday episode with the uh, cocaine, where Mike is tempted to try cocaine at a party. We flash back to Jason, present day of the school auditorium. We got Mike and Maggie hugging each other after they both snuck out of their grounding. We see Carol and Mike hugging each other. This is from season one. I think this is from the standardized test episode. And, of course, you got uh, Maggie and Jason watching from his office window. So It seems like whenever we get a flashback of whoever it is, whether it's Jason or Maggie, we cut back to present day of them. And then, of course, we have Carol here. We got Mike and Ben. Mike's putting an arm around Ben's. Shoulders as we see the win a bike for a buck episode. We cut to the family's just jumping up and down and they are cheering. They're so happy for him. We, of course, see Mike go to grab his diploma. And, of course, Dewitt does not want to let it go. So they're, like, getting into, like, a like, give me my diploma. No, I'm not going to give it to you. Give me my diploma. Of course, we have Mike on stage. He is just beaming at his family. As we see Michael Aaron Seaver on the diploma as he thrusts it into the air, uh, and it's just—I hope that Jason is not recording on the video camera because he's really shaking that. You know, it's in his hand; he's shaking his hand in there. It's like someone is gonna get sick watching that video. I don't think he's recording anymore. <laughs> and of course, we end the episode with a framed photo on the mantle of Mike and the family on his graduation day with his diploma and that's pretty much how the episode ends you know i i thought this was good if you think about it this is a good way to end season three because later on then we're gonna see mike outside of high school and what he's gonna be doing with his life whether he's going to college i think at one point he wants to be an actor and he wants to pursue that and of course now that he's an adult well, he's going to have to be paying room and board to live there, and then this is why he ends up living above the garage. So, kind of like, okay, where is Mike going to go now? Is he going to college? Is he going to just be working right out of high school? I mean, we all know, we've seen the show, we know how it ends, and we know how the path that he decides to take. But, um, yeah, I just, after kind of, being a little wishy-washy, should I do this episode, should I not? I'm like, no, I do want to do this, and just dedicate it to all the graduates of 2020. It's like, guys, I know this has got to be so hard for you, not being able to take part in this momentous occasion that you've worked 12 years to get to. But I just want to wish you all a happy graduation. And well wishes in your future endeavors. All right, so I'm finally doing it. Like I said, I know I said this last year, but I'm doing it for June, for summer. (laughs) Season three, episodes one and two, part one, part two, aloha. Gonna cover that for summer. I'm getting, this has gotta be summer. This is not a spring break. This is summertime. So Aloha Part 1 aired September 18th, 1987. Jason faces a near-mutiny situation by his unhappy family when the vacationing Seavers are stranded on a rented boat miles from the shores of Maui. Oh, I guess it was a uh, one-hour episode. Oh, okay, September 18th, 1987. So you didn't have to wait a week to find out what was going to happen. In part two, romance and relationships are highlighted as the Seaver family continues their vacation in the tropical paradise of Maui. Looks like part one's a 7.0 and part two's a 6.9. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, I will be back in late June with Aloha parts one and two to celebrate summertime. Bye-bye, everybody.